My life is worth nothing. Here is a love note for your journey. My life is worth nothing. So I'm still in the book of Acts. I know you all have been enjoying traveling with Paul through the book of Acts. I hope you have put yourself in certain places, um, seeing certain things, doing certain things, seeing yourself doing certain things. And we know that these traveling, these uh, missionary trips that Paul has been on have not been easy trips at all. Um, He has had his conversion, he has changed, and he is truly following Christ and getting out the word about Christ. And he is going through jail, he's going through riots, he's going through lies, he's going through, you name it, he's going through those things, but he still has that compassion and that drive for still, no matter what he faced, of sharing the word of God. He does not shrink back. And so just to see the power of the Holy Spirit working in his life, he's doing miracles. Um, as you as you read, you just see the miracles <clears throat> that has taken place and just seeing the, the people that are following him and, and they're being persecuted too. He's bringing people along with him. And it just, I, I thank God for allowing me and giving me the revelation to just, I, I got an even more better understanding of Paul uh, just by reading this from one chapter to another chapter and just, you know, maturing more to be able to, you know, uh, uh, understand the scripture better. And it, it's endless. The word of God is endless. And so it's so much to it. And so um, I just thank God for just, you know, being able for us being able to sit here and 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 just see into Paul's because he's an encouragement for us. He's an example. He is he is a motivation for us. He is a witness for us. And so it encourages us. It stirs us up. Uh, And so uh, I read 19 and 20 and it's talking about Paul's uh, third missionary trip. And so when he was in uh, Ephesus, I mean, he dealt with a lot. It was, again, riots. Um, Thank God that uh, at one point in time, because I just talked about the burning of um, uh, millions with those um, evil spirits and them trying to do all kind of sorceries and different things, black magic and all that stuff. After that, um, some this was getting around. It was getting around that what was happening is traveling. The news is traveling around. And people were causing confusion through this, you know. And so there was a particular man, uh, Demetrius, that was a, a silversmith. And his, he had a large uh, business and he built shrines. And, and this one was called uh, Artemis. Uh, was like a Greek goddess. And even when I'm reading about that, it was like very perverted, perverse, the parties that they had with this goddess and how it looked. But these people, they were like, this is their God. And that Paul is saying all this, and this is going to come against our business. It's going to come against this God, this great God. And they were like shouting for hours that, you know, that that a uh, great, you know, this is our great God, the great 
uh, great is the Artemis of Ephesians. Great. And they said they did that for like a couple hours. So these people have really been uh, um, uh, just deceived in this being a God, a true God. And, and they said he's going around saying that this isn't a God. And they were like, you know, we know we got this God fell down from heaven. And so I kind of was reading a little bit about it. And what I was reading about it was it was a woman God it, goddess and that the way it had its sh- her shape and it just wasn't it's, it's perverted. It's not good. But they minds have been trained and they believe that this was this was their great goddess and that's what they worship. And so it started breaking out confusion because people are like, wait a minute now, you know, these this going to stop our money again. They thinking about their money because a lot of people have, um, you know, have them make these gods and all these things. And then, uh, you know, and then it's like people are starting to like, wait a minute, they're asking questions like, wait a minute, people are starting to to hear this truth. And so um, they were uh, Paul wasn't, but some of his companions were brought into um, into this uh, into the place, into the amphitheater. And they were dragged and they were all yelling and, and it was a lot of commotion and confusion. And thank God that there was a man that got up and said, hey, if we keep being like this with all this riot, it's going to spread around to the Romans and they're going to find out that there's no peace here, that there's a lot of commotion going on. And you all don't have a real case against them. These people hadn't said nothing. And, uh, you know, and it was Paul that was speaking. They haven't done nothing, haven't stole anything. So there's really no case. So he was able to calm them down and disperse them and, you know, dismiss them. And they went on their way. And so Paul knew to, you know, get out of there and get away from there. But I like that he did. He he had some of the elders from there to come back because, again, he's been speaking with boldness and he's been speaking truth and believers have been added. And so his he 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 knew that he had to go back to Jerusalem, but he was being still being spirit led that he needed to uh, meet with the elders, the Ephesian elders. And so he had met with them and had them come. And then what he said, that's what it goes to. um, My life is worth nothing because even, you know, now that I'm mature and I thank God for renewing my mind is sometimes you feel like if if you haven't done these things and you haven't done that and, and, and I haven't gotten married or I haven't had children or I haven't got this job or I haven't done, you know, you know, paid off this or you know, I've been dealing with, you know, certain things that we can say that we feel like that we're not successful. Like we this is what makes us successful. But when I read Paul's my life is worth nothing. When I read this, it just like, wow, God, look at Paul. Like he was so just focused and just spirit led and then being fulfilled as he was spirit led and he had known what God wanted him to do. And he just was like, unless I do this, I'm going to read as he um, he had uh, them come together. Uh, these is elders of the churches. So he's telling them and speaking to them and saying, hey, this is going to be my last time, you know, being here. Uh, talking to you. So I'll go ahead and read it. I'm going to start in 2018 and it see, reads when they arrived, he declared, you know, that from the day I set foot 
in the province of Asia until now. I've done the Lord's work humbly and with many tears. I've endured the trials that came to me from the plots of the Jews. I never shrank back from telling you what you needed to hear, either publicly or in your home. I have had one message for Jews and Greeks alike, the necessity of repenting from sin and turning to God and having faith in our Lord Jesus. And now I'm bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't know what awaits me except the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lies ahead. But now I'm like, okay, he said the Holy Spirit is telling him he sees and he knows what's ahead. Okay, he knows that I'm about to go through some suffering. There's going to be some jail. And he did not sure. Look what he said after this. He said, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned to me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling you, telling others, the others, the, I'm sorry, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. He was like, like, my, after you it, it, if we see certain things or we hear this something, we might be like, uh, I don't think I know. I'm not going to continue that trip. But he was so bound up and led by the spirit of God that he was like, my life ain't worth nothing. And I read this part where it says the application. The Holy Spirit showed Paul that he would be in prison and experience suffering. Even knowing this, Paul did not shrink from fulfilling his mission. His strong character was a good example to the Ephesian elders, some of who would also suffer for Christ. So him telling them is like a good example. Like, you know this, but you still want to make sure you are getting out the good news. And he's like, yes. And then 24, 20 and 24 application, it reads, uh, we often feel that life is a failure unless we're getting a lot out of it. Recognition, fun, money, success. But Paul considered life worth nothing unless it's used for God's work. What he put into life was far more important than what he got out did you hear that what he was putting in was more than what you get out of it um which is more important to you what you get out of life or what you put into life and then i like this other part that i read um single-mindedness is a quality needed by anyone who wishes to do god's work paul was a single-minded person and most important goal of his life was to tell others about Christ. It is no wonder that Paul was the greatest missionary who ever lived. God is looking for more men and women who focus on one great task God has given them to do. And that and it that is amazing. That is just just the amazing powerful working of God. And even as I just was looking over uh, some of my friend, my good friend, Aisha, that has gone to be with the Lord. I, I was talking to my sister and I said her uh, passing from this life to the to her new life. 
this been a hard one. This been something and it's been different. It's been a different. It's 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 a hard thing, but it's also it's different and it's 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 it's, it's you can't put your 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 um your hand on what the difference is. But one thing about her is that's her life as well. If I look over her life and was seeing all the pictures from childhood on up, she lived a full life. She's done a lot. We didn't like the age. No, I don't like the age that she going. I, I don't like that. And I don't like sickness and I hate sickness. But as I began to renew my mind and now that she is gone, but be to the Lord, I still can be in praise and remember how she was one. That I don't care. I want to get the word out. She really had a passion for the youth. And she at any cost not feeling good. She was persecuted a lot. A lot of people came against her. We had times that people didn't agree with what she did. There was time. I mean, there were all kind of times that she went through a lot. But it never, she never shrunk back. She never became to, to water down the word. It was truly, and like she said, she lit, and so it, it's just a beautiful, all the seeds that she was planting, her life was like to her, I can see her saying, it ain't worth nothing if I'm not getting out the, you know, it out the word of God to these youth or getting it out to people. I can see her saying that, that as much as she loved her family, she has children and grandchildren, she was truly one that truly was like, I'm about my father's business. And she gone through a lot and she faced a lot and she endured a lot, but she never shrunk back. And so I just thank God for, uh, you know, having a friendship with a person like that. And it encouraged me because there was times that she came to my house and she sat with me weekly and we read the Bible, you know, so that I can get understanding of the word. And so you just see as you look over and as I was just looking over, you know, all that she did with her families, all her, you know, family members, a big family and friends and church members and all that. I look at her and I said, she's a true follower of Christ and she would do anything and she would not shrink back from telling the, the good news, sharing the word of God, seeing people saved, seeing people's life change. And that's what it's about. Now, we got other things that we could be successful in and it's nothing wrong with those things. But if you are not and you're just self-consumed that I need to make sure what I can get out of it and not putting anything back out, not giving back out, not, you know, sharing with someone else. And I'm not saying that you got to go across the world, but just as you listen to this, then that means you definitely got a relationship with God. I believe you do. And I believe that you can share to somebody. You might start with just that one person and share what you've learned, what you, you know, your compassion for the Lord to encourage them, you know, draw them in. Do you know Christ? You know, and so and and being spirit led and being spirit led. If you surrender, God is going to order your steps on what he wants you to do and how you want to do it. It's just surrender. And we don't have to make up in our mind. I truly, when I look at Paul, I see Paul being spirit led. He knew some places to go, some places not to go, to revisit some places, to go back to some places. He was he was spirit led. You know, you seen the miracles that he had, the power that he had. And he just he was just truly, you know, after, you know, in it for like he's fulfilled. I felt like he was fulfilled. His fulfilling is fulfilling what Christ wanted him to do. 
That should be our fulfilling what God wants us to do. But we often say, I'm going to be fulfilled in what I want to do. No, be fulfilled in what God wants you to do and everything else will fall in place. And it's not to say that it's not going to be hard times and things you're going to face. And there's going to be things, but still the the main the main uh, uh, centerpiece, the main purpose still stays the main purpose through it all. And you are fulfilled and you are content and you are grateful because that's what we saw with Paul. We saw Paul still content, still grateful. I didn't I mean, I'm, I'm quite sure he probably had times that he was like, you know, because he asked about the thorn on his in his flesh and different things. And I'm quite sure there was times that he, but you can tell that he was truly been given revelation. And if you getting closer to God, you're going to have revelation. You're going to have things to share with people. And you just trust the boldness of the Holy Spirit. You just keep seeking him. And it's like an overflow. And he's guiding you and he's leading you. And so just read those. It was very encouraging. I read uh, 19 and 20. And I'm just in continuing to just enjoy the the journey, the missionary trips and, and just see what God has for uh, us and what um, um, he is inspiring us and encouraging us and just, you know, maturing us and just doing so much in our lives. And may you be encouraged as the Lord gives you more love notes for your journey.